with sound. All right. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Watch With Sound. My name is Josh Landicho, and with me is... Carmela Ocampo. And on today's episode, we'll be doing the new film, Decision to Leave, directed by Park Chan-wook, starring Tang Wei and Park Hae-il. Carmela, you seem to have a <laughs> previous experience with this director. Mm-hmm, uh, sure. But tell us your your knowledge of the director like what you've seen from him what you expect from him but also how you felt about the trailer and also just what you thought before getting into the film decision to leave wow all right so yeah i i'm mildly familiar with park chan wook's work the first movie i ever saw and probably his most iconic is old boy and i I've only seen two other movies called Stoker, which was his first English language movie. And I've seen The Handmaiden, which released like in 2016. So it's been a bit of a while. But all of his movies like kind of revolve around like very like mysterious characters. They're either like, you know, out for revenge or like kind of like twisted and like a little psychopathic. So this movie was certainly like, a different take on like what I'm used to from him it's like a love story so I'm like oh my god like it's a little soft I was like oh shit the trailer like gave away nothing but nothing but like I think a peek into like the direction maybe I remember the trailer feeling like pretty cool like in terms of like camera angles and like um you know like alluding to a bunch of like twists and turns with like the investigation but yeah I don't know like I I was just excited that he put out something like something new and because it had been a while but uh yeah fun fact he won best director at the Cannes film festival and it really shows so clap 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 clap. good for him but yeah very cool so yeah i i think i've been following his work since like i don't know i think the first screenshot i saw of his movie was on tumblr in like 2012 (laughs) or something so it's been like 10 years at least but yeah I'm curious to hear your experience and, like, knowledge of him and, like, your expectations, I guess, coming from the trailer. So, I have no previous knowledge of him, (laughs) pretty much. (laughs) The only thing I have is, like, a kind of of the knowledge of Old Boy, because I watched the, like, the new remake that, like, Oh, my God. I didn't, I totally forgot you saw that. that, Yeah, that everyone hated, and it was, it was kind of, like, kind of bad, kind of whatever. And, like, I didn't know it was a remake until, lit, like, years later. Like, I watched it. I watched it for free, mind you, all audience. Don't be like, oh, I can't believe you chose to watch that. Watch it for free. And then, yeah, I, I realized later that it was a remake. And everyone was, like, every time I told someone, like, oh, I watched the remake, like, oh, why don't you watch the original one? Come on. Like, they, they kind of are upset with me not watching the original, <laughs> which I understand. Um, but just coming from old boy, and I'm, I'm sure the, the story and everything is probably a lot different from the original coming from the remake obviously I, I would assume there's some things that stem from that movie it seemed very very like twisty and almost like um psychological in a way that like it kind of takes you on this like twists and turns and and these like crazy twists and crazy things that happen throughout the film and throughout the characters obviously i haven't seen stoker or the handmaiden or anything like that so my knowledge of him is very very scarce and then coming into the trailer just watching the trailer, like, it seemed like it was supposed to be that, like, 
that kind of movie where where like you don't know what's gonna happen next you don't like there's gonna be this crazy plot twist or this crazy psychological thing that's gonna happen that's essentially what the trailer gave me and also a mixture of like somewhat of a love story but primarily that like psychological thriller type of feel because like the music was very like like very like you know tense (laughs) music was like very very tense in a way that like that was great would make you think thank you thank you um that would make you think that like uh that this movie is something that will mess with your mind and then with the trailer too i want to talk about this was really weird to me and i kind of like was kind of off-putting by it off-put by it yeah what was um so you know how like trailers have like quotes in you know in the middle beginning and whatever where it's like best movie of the year or like like you didn't see a twist this coming since like Shorter Island. You know, like they have that sort of yeah, like quotes, yeah. right? That compare movies to other movies that would make that you would expect to make the viewer watch it more. Um, and one of the big things that like I remember is because it was like the first part of the the trailer, and also because it kind of took me out of it a little bit, was that there was a quote that like said, "For the viewers that loved Parasite, you're gonna love Park Chan Wook's work." And I was just kind of like, that's kind of weird that you like kind of pin these two together. I think he's Korean, right? Park, Park Chan Wook. Yeah. Do you want to say yeah. how how it made you feel? You want to say the R it word? Was, yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it felt very yeah. Okay, it felt very <laughs> racy. Okay, it felt very like why put it together like you know Korean directors get each other and then compare it to me as a western audience viewer for me to like get that point it was just really weird to me and i was like why did they even because i thought uh because i first time i watched trailer i thought it was saying like from the director of parasite and then when i got to the end of the trailer oh it's not the same director Parasite, someone else but i was just like why did you guys mention that movie like in the in this it was kind of a long quote too and it was like why did you mention that in the beginning of the film before the trailer started so that just kind of off put me off a little bit i'm just kind of like that's weird that like that quote is one here, but two, that that comparison was made just because they're both Korean directors, obviously. And it, it was just really weird to me. And like, I that's the only thing like I kind of remember from the trailer. Other than that, the trailer was really fantastic though. Like it was really, really good. Didn't give away too much. Gave away little hints of what it could be about, what it put, like what the viewer's gonna see in the film. Yeah, overall trailer was really good apart from that quote. And then just coming into it and like before watching the film, I was just kind of like trying to buckle down and, and see what it's about. Cause I like thinking about old boy and, and those movies, I was thinking it was going to be like this, this super psychological thing. And I just want to see what's going to happen and, and, and sort of how he directs and, and writes his movies. Cause obviously this is my first time, but before I get into further into that, this is the part where we get into spoilers. So if you haven't watched the movie decision to leave, stop the episode here go watch it come back if you want to spoil it for yourself for a reason go right ahead but i would recommend you do not do that you should go watch the movie um but with that carmelo do you want to give a little plot summary of the film decision to leave a detective investigating a man's death in the mountains meets the dead man's mysterious wife in the course of his dogged sleuthing Whoa, dogged <laughs> sleuthing. <laughs> um, so I guess for you, Carmela, since you have a, a history with this director and you kind of understand his <laughs> movies, um, and you also did love the film as well, as you said, as we talked about before. <clears throat> so Carmela, what did you think of Decision to Leave? How does it compare to his previous works? How does it not compare to his previous works? What did you think of the overall film? 
I really like this movie. I'm definitely a sucker for like romances, especially like very forlorn and like romances that revolve around like people not getting together, but they long for each other. I don't I don't know. There's just something about them. But yeah, I I loved how different this movie was, first of all, um, in terms of like its, I guess, themes and like its tone and like subject matter compared to his other movies. I think people who really like violent revenge thrillers will really like Old Boy and like his earlier work, but it's cool to see how his work has evolved into like I don't know. I want to say like it's it feels more creative that he's out of that like tropey revenge kind of thriller um box, but yeah, now he's like in new territory where he's, he's actually exploring like personal relationships. But I did see like a very interesting like quote of his where he basically said like no matter what the genre of movie he made, they're all love stories. And so that kind of blew my mind. I was like trying to see like his earlier work in a different light. And it's kind of true. Like a lot of like the revenge thriller, like the motivation is because they love someone or like, you know, someone they love like died or something. So I'm like, oh, okay. Maybe he's been like putting out love stories this whole time and I just didn't realize it. But anyways, back to this movie. Yeah, I, I really liked it. It was just, there were so many layers like, and it was just insanely creative with like the transitions and their direction and the cinematography. Um, and even though like the symbolism was like literally hammered, like shoved in your face, like I still really enjoyed like, you know, just like seeing it and seeing how like that kind of evolves with like the characters. I love the performances. I loved like, you know, like how this movie will probably like reveal it- itself more layers, like the more you watch it kind of thing. But yeah, like, I I think overall there was just, like, so much to appreciate with this movie, especially, like, coming in from, like, like his earlier work that felt, feels a little bit, like, less complex. This one feels, like, a little more complex in that way, but that's not to say his earlier work isn't, it's just, like, I I don't know. It's just, like, more emotional, but like I I said. I was gonna ask you, because I feel like, his early works, like from what I know from Old Boy, were you off put it like off put by the fact that like it wasn't this like ginormous crazy twist or crazy like psychological impact of the story? Like, is it was it anything like did it bother you at all? Or did it did you notice that difference between something like Old Boy in this movie? I totally was thrown off. Thank you for asking that. Like, I I forgot like the first half of this movie i was like literally waiting for like the pin to drop i was like when is this twist coming like when is someone gonna like turn around and be like crazy or something yeah, like that she has like a twin sister or something like something yeah, crazy yeah, happen, some, which that like s- something insane it unravels this crazy insane super duper crazy story and it never happens and then like after that i realized like oh my god this is a love story how did i not see this the whole time i was like literally like this whole movie is a love story it was never gonna be like a twist like twisted thriller it's like yeah and so i i was reading like this la times like interview with him and the first line or the first one of the first things he said is is that he wanted to compare falling in love to like a criminal investigation where each character is like constantly looking for evidence to see if like the other one loves them or not and i was like 
yeah what the fuck like I wow sh- that's that's, that's, a, <laughs> that's a good that's a good point yeah and it's like yeah so in line with like obviously in line with what happens in the movie but it's like when it's said outright like that it's so clearly illustrated and you're just like how did i not see that the whole time like obviously like this investigation coincides with this dude like falling for this lady and vice versa but yeah i thought it was brilliant i thought there's just there's so much to like unpack with it too um but yeah i how (laughs) if you can remember how did you feel about this movie like do you remember your your first impression after coming out and do you remember like what you thought of it after sitting with it so the reason why carmel's asking if i remember <laughs> like i didn't watch this movie like two months ago i watched this movie last week and it's still it's very fuzzy in my memory because a lot of things happened i watched this movie first of all in san francisco which is really cool and also i had a trip to san francisco so um a lot of a lot of the movies like kind of fuzzy but um my first impressions was really really great i thought this movie was fantastic first and foremost and even with the trailer being like this hinting at this crazy plot twist i also looked up the movie on letterboxd or on i just looked it up really quickly because of my curiosity because i didn't know who the director was um and i saw something that like said something that like it's not what you expect from his movies so going into it and also going into the idea of the trailer i already knew that like it wasn't going to be this like, whoa, kind of movie, like as regards to like the twists and, and the torture of like psychological or like the playfulness that it might have with the audience as regards to, to how the story is going to be told. So I wasn't necessarily like thrown off, but I kind of was expecting to be more of a straightforward movie. That's not it at all. It's not a straightforward movie, but I understood that like nothing crazy was going to happen. Um, but so, yeah, so first impressions, fantastic film, uh, two hours and 20 minutes, I believe, that kind of went by pretty fast and uh for all types of purposes i kind of wanted a little more because i was just so intrigued by the story and what it was going to go with um but yeah just just watching it like first and foremost the actors fantastic actors both sides tang Wei and park kai il both Ooh. fantastic story was fantastic and uh, i was really really intrigued throughout the whole film i quickly realized the the fantastic directing cinematography and editing and, and all that like i was just so shocked by it because that's kind of the first thing like it happens so fast really quickly yeah yeah it happened fast but also like you also realize like quickly too that like how it's filmed it's not like your average mm-hmm. like detective film the way that like it's portraying its actors one-on-one portraying its actors in the mirror how it focuses between each character how it focuses between like how it focuses like with both of them those little instances like really caught my eye i was like oh shit that's so sick like whenever he's talking he's out of focus but when she's like like those little (laughs) things of like whatever that happens that happens um and then of course like the shots of the landscape of the sea of the mountains like that sort of also play into the symbolism and play into the landscape of the film uh but um but yeah like you said like there is symbolism that like was kind of put in your face but for me like i kind of got it but kind of didn't get it like i feel like this movie was so dense in every direction whether it be like the symbolism whether it be the cinematography the scenes the set pieces the actors actresses it was so dense in the in the in the matter of like trying to like pinpoint each thing that it was hard for me to catch those symbolisms those meanings those things that like kind of 
you know supplement the story which i guess kind of helps if you're a multi-watcher like myself <laughs> that eventually when i watch this movie again i'll probably catch on to these to those little nuances of the film and little things that are hiding in the nook and crannies and for me to realize and understand this movie even more but yeah this movie was just like really really dense in that matter of like trying to take hold of like what's happening in the film trying to take hold of the symbolism that's happening and also trying not to get distracted by the beautiful scenery and like it was just really hard to follow up and all that and i was gonna ask you if you had any like i guess main major realizations of the symbolism or if there's any symbolisms you want to explain to a simpleton like myself or anything (laughs) you notice that like not the average viewer could see right away um not the average viewer could see right away i mean i thought the you know mountain and sea symbolism was pretty clear did you you caught that right or you i hope you caught that (laughs) please tell me you caught it okay tell me tell me (laughs) i i did catch it but i am still trying to process the full picture of it all like i kind of understand like for instance the ending where she be she actually becomes the sea where she digs herself in the sand and she becomes a sea and then the idea of like him having to hike up these mountains and, and figure that out but i'm kind of getting lost with that like for the most part the sea is what i get the mountain part is what i'm still kind of confused about because i know she like has a mountain or like is told that she has a mountain or something and in that scenario and that's like symbol or whatever um but can you you know expand on that <laughs> uh professor carmella if you will yeah sure so i feel like the mountain and sea symbolism like i think it had like a multitude of like meaning um i think to start off with i think each of their character like personalities and traits coincides with i think the terrain like you know the mountain for the detective he's like this very proud dignified guy who's like at the top of society per se like he's this policeman he's like you know, very, like, serious about his, like, work until he meets this woman and she is connected with, like, the ocean and the sea. She comes from the sea, literally. She's a Chinese immigrant who literally had to spend, like, you know, travel in, like, a literal barrel or whatever and, like, you know, suffer through traveling, like, to a different country um, and pick herself up. And I think she's, like, adaptive, like, the water, you know. She's never stayed in one place, like, for too long at a time and then you know the mountain and sea like i think i i plugged this quote in i saw on freaking letterbox and i was just like oh shit like this symbolizes like their love so yeah like uh there's this quote in the movie where she says like you know the moment you said you loved me your love is over the moment your love ends my love begins just as the mountain ends and when the sea begins i'm like yo <laughs> fuck like <laughs> oh, so sad so yeah there's just so like poetic so poetic yeah so there were just like these two like forces that just like could not like meet in the middle they were just two different like creatures like they couldn't have possibly been together but they were like drawn to each other inexplicably and in the end she manages to like immortalize herself by like you know using the earth and the sea together to you know kill herself essentially and bury herself um as like a memory that'll stay with him forever And I loved how, like, in the end, the sand, like, blocks his view of, like, you know, what would have been the whole. So it's kind of, like, showing, like, you know, it's his own, like, you know, pride and, like, hubris that's, like, 
preventing him from like really seeing like what she meant and like what she she's done she's like killed herself he's like literally standing on top of her and it was just like so heartbreaking i'm like fuck dude um so yeah i hope that gave you a little more insight and meaning into those two things yeah that no it did because i really like what you said about like how she was literally right under him but he didn't notice because of where he's at and like sort of his pride and, and all that it's also just kind of fucked up too because the ending like the end of this movie doesn't isn't happy obviously it's it's more or less like these bruised and beat up characters stay bruised and beat up one dies like it's not like it's a very sad ending in a way that like you kind of like that's why i kind of wanted more from the film because like i kind of wanted like a happy ending i was like bro that's so sad he got like it like he's he was depressed when he left um where i think korea or china like he was depressed when he left there and like he ended up getting divorced from his wife the love of his life came back to his life but as another murder like because of a murder again and like she is again in a bad position with her husband that she married it's like man like can these guys catch a break give them something <laughs> give them yeah, a line or something like it's it's so sad it's making me like so sad for them but yeah like it, it's it's just fascinating to think about those two uh opposing symbols i guess the mountain and the sea and how that sort of expands on on this film but not only that too like there's a lot of things in this film that like feel like could be symbolism but we particularly don't know like do the crows mean anything i feel like the crows are a big thing oh yeah does throwing the cell phone in the river mean anything or the way that like positioned it does his eye drops mean anything because he keeps putting eye drops in his eyes i thought he was being (laughs) poisoned or something or if like it was making him like i don't know blind or something like there's so many things in this movie that like could lead you to believe to be other symbols or they may be even symbols but you don't even know yet I feel like the eye drops because it's like water, you know, the sea, it's like connected to her and he's trying desperately to like see or find her. So I'm like, oh, you know what I mean? I'm like, ah, is that a stretch? I don't know. He's putting her inside him. Oh, so Uh, sad. uh, (laughs) It kind of weird. (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah, Um, but that's also that could be it. Honestly, that's a good point. I don't know. And like uh, the whole thing with like, like you know you ask yourself in the middle of the movie or at least i did i was just like yo why can't he just you know go the simple route go the easy route just divorce your wife get with this lady which will be happy uh, already it happens already where he gets the div- <laughs> where she gets divorced from now i don't understand yeah like i don't understand I- at that point why he couldn't just do that and make it just kind of easier for the both of them especially for her for not having to kill someone else you know maybe like they could have just like had that secret to them and like kept that in their love together or whatever i know i mean she she kind of answers that question like towards the end i think she she was like oh people like you would never like marry someone like me and I was talking to Shay about this. I feel like we're missing that like cultural context between Chinese and Korean people. And I feel like there's some type of like stigma between like the two cultures or two races that prevent them from like, you know, actually like being acceptable, being together. I don't know if your like mom or your dad ever like said anything about like japanese people but i know like growing up it was always a thing where they were like 
like not super fond of Japanese people, but that's because they um Japan like occupied the Philippines for a time and like, you know, raped and pillaged our like people. And so there's like that kind of cultural stigma. So I I don't know if it's similar to like China and Korea, but I feel like we were definitely missing something there that I like desperately wanted to know. And I'm like, if I knew, I feel like I would connect with like the reasoning behind like her actions more. Interesting. That's a good point. Like as regards of culturally, they may, there might be something there as regards to why she said that or why she kind of like told him that my reasoning of why she said that is because she's a murderer she murdered someone (laughs) she couldn't just (laughs) she couldn't just be like oh yeah like and they both know that she murdered someone so i think in that case it's it's the point of like you said about his pride about his hubris about his he's like forbidden or like his hidden code of himself like he couldn't be with someone that made his life kind of messy and insane because of that little secret that they have or or kind of like it wouldn't keep the peace as regards to his his life and how he lives. He's this uh, straight to the books, set on the books detective where he doesn't like to leave any stone unturned. He was he's very obsessive on these like cases and he obsesses over them. He puts pictures of them over their wall. He, he wants to find the killer. He wants to bring justice to the families or bring justice to whoever. Um, and I think in comparison, having this. Um, wife or girlfriend that is like the total opposite of that where she kills people she like breaks the law in that sense and sort of breaks the status quo in his eyes and sort of what she does and how she acts I think that's sort of where like where I got it is like he like she's this murderer and they both keep the secret and that sort of makes his life chaotic and I think he kind of he, he mentions that too where he talks about how he met or ever since he got on that case his life has been a mess because of her and, and, and any matter, like it could be a good mess because he obviously likes her, but that also messes up his marriage, messes up his life back home, his life that he's been used to. So yeah, I kind of feel like that's sort of like where it connects with that as well, where, like you said, where he has this, like this mount mountainous firm stance and she's this wild raging sea that he can't control. So it's kind of this like, almost like opposites attract in that matter but also maybe the cultural thing maybe maybe carmel maybe (laughs) that we don't see because i didn't know about the the japanese or how the filipinos feel about the japanese nor how my parents really talked about it but yeah what do you think about my theory about you know having that chaotic life and that hard life for him to leave if he were to wed this woman that is a killer i think that's totally coupled in with it i think i went or I like was led to like the cultural reasoning because the answer or the question she was asked was why do you marry men like this and she said I these are the only types of guys that will marry me and they're like scumbags and you know at that point she hadn't like murdered anyone that we know of but (laughs) I mean (laughs) 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 but yeah like um also, like, to couple with that, like, I think the uh, Park Chan-wook made a very, like, clear decision to make her character this Chinese, like, immigrant, and translation has a lot to do with, like, a lot of their interactions, um, and I do just want to shout out how fucking, like, interesting that was, like, it's just, it was, like, such a different way of, like, like, 
viewing this movie it was just like layer after layer after layer and then on top of that it was just like this like what's it called block of communication where you had to go like over another hill to like get through like you know actually like understanding something and i feel like in the end it kind of like pays off where she she basically as kind of like gathers that he says i love you without saying i love you he says throw your phone deep into the sea where no one can find it and she got she like took that as an i love you and i freaking wish i knew korean or chinese or whatever because i feel like there was some like something there i didn't like understand i'm like does throw your phone into the sea in korean sound like i love you in korean is that why she like got confused and i don't know i think i'll have to like ask someone or like look into it but that moment for me was like, oh, I feel like this was an aha moment for a lot of people, and I just didn't, could not get it. But yeah, how do you, how did you feel about that moment? And was it something where you were like, huh? What does she wow. mean? <laughs> <laughs> I was also like that, and I just, I guess I kind of assumed that like she just sort of meant like the the whole aspect of him, the whole monologue of him talking about his time with her and why he like is going crazy and also why she should throw the phone in the river was because he essentially loved her. And I thought that was the point. That's what she was trying to say. Um, I'm not sure if, again, if the translation might have been different as regards to like how closely translated those, those statements are, which is, which is really interesting to think about and really fascinating, obviously. Cause again, that would again put another layer uh, on top of this movie where if you're a Chinese speaker or a Korean speaker, you might be able to get this movie more and get it, get more of the symbolism and hidden meanings to it, which would be really fascinating if that is the case, which again, like I said, so many layers this movie has, so many things going on where like, I can't even keep up, obviously. I'm just very, very like trying to, I'm trying to like get, get <laughs> to the point, trying to like make sure I understand things like that. But man, yeah, the whole line where, where she's like, uh, why do you marry people like this? And she's like, oh, it's only the people that, that's the only people that would marry me. Um, if that's not a message to everyone out there, ladies, gentlemen, people, there is always someone better for you. Don't, <laughs> oh don't settle for <laughs> don't settle for bad people. You know, you, there's always mm-hmm. someone out there for you that is right for you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have to settle for for shitty people, right, Carmela? Right. That's great. Thank you, Josh, for that. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank You're you welcome. for that you're totally welcome you know yeah sometimes people need to (laughs) don't do murder you can always marry someone that you're perfect for just wait you don't you don't have to kill for love it will come to you Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. use love to attract love um Mm -hmm. not death use love to attract love (laughs) (laughs) as they say you what is i don't even know the saying it's like if you I you catch a lot more bees using honey or something like that what's that that uh, line something about being fly and <laughs> catching yeah. honey, like having having more honeys or something like that i don't know <laughs> that's exactly what i'm saying you got you gotta be fly <laughs> to catch yeah. this is great We're but happy. anyways yeah <laughs> But anyways, yeah, like I said, like I feel like if that was another case, that'd be really, really great to hear because that's that's such another that's a, such a giant layer too. Where 
like it's the actual translations between Chinese and Korean where some of those things connect with the film and we don't even know it because of our ability to understand Chinese and Korean um but yeah so just to, just to dive back really quick um when you were first when you were watching the film did you think that she did the crime of killing <laughs> that husband did you I'm, think that she was the killer yes absolutely absolutely even when absolutely. they like kind of sh- she's absolutely she was absolutely the killer because it was just <laughs> wow i don't know okay wait so i feel like yeah this was not really a who done it it was a why done it that's a direct quote from the la times review i i don't want to take credit for that <laughs> oh why done it wow that's very that is very la times though if I, I know right <laughs> uh but yeah i don't know like it was just well to me i was just like oh yeah she 100 percent did it but but he's into her but why and it's like and why does she do it and it's like okay yeah let's find out because i don't know they kind of like confirm it really early but did you for a second like not think it was her i mean kind of i like kind of was rooting for her not to be the killer and rooting for her to like i guess kind of transition into his life kind of smoothly but at the same time too it was like oh they're kind of keeping her around a lot more they're kind of leading her into a way that like is obviously going to make her a bigger part of the film I, even though like it was kind of a, a closed and shut case i was still like oh so what's gonna happen with her then she's gonna like leave or whatever and also like it was kind of sus for her to like take down the pictures burn them i'm like oh interesting it's like you're burning evidence oh uh, yeah he's gonna yeah. find something and i'm like oh shit i burned everything well, it's funny because I like I just realized I said earlier that like there isn't that big plot twist, but I think when he figures out the the grandma or the girl that um, she's taking care of, where she doesn't remember like when she comes in. If she comes in, it's a Monday, and then like oh the step like, count, Wait. yeah, yeah the step yeah, yeah, count. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> that's crazy. She did it. She for sure did it. And just like seeing that happen, that part was kind of a plot twist for me because I was like. It's like no, damning totally. evidence, right? Where yeah, it's like, yeah. oh shit, like she for sure did like like you for sure know that she did it at that point. And yeah, it's just funny to 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 think about that. And also just like when I first realized that I was like, oh no, damn it. I was rooting for you. <laughs> Not to mention too, that part where he like kind of retraces her steps. Fantastic editing again, fantastic cinematography where like he's kind of following her in the past, but we're we're seeing it at the same time because obviously He's trying to figure out the events of that happening during that time. Totally. Um, that those those like scenes where he like kind of puts himself into like the reenactments, like they were super sick. They felt very surreal too. Like with the when he was like spying on her, when he with the binoculars, um, that first time with the the old lady and he like puts himself like next to her behind her. I was like, yo, this is this is crazy. Like, is this actually happening? You're like no he's like just has this super vivid imagination because he's an insomniac and he's in love with her so he's like like i don't know hyper realistically dreaming or something yeah no those parts i was like what is like first time around i was like what is he in there i was like trying to to figure that but then i realized like oh it's just like this surreal moment for him to the stock stock slash take out this woman and figure out what she's doing and figure out like if any of those things like line up as regards to her 
being the killer or anything of that nature it was very interesting to see that like retrospect moment of him being inside there but it's just him kind of like imagining kind of picking up the clues what she's doing and we're experiencing that at the same time we're like wow he's he's in the room but not in the room whoa (laughs) (laughs) whoa whoa um so i guess with this movie and you you said you kind of watched his earlier films where does this movie fall in the ranking if you were to rank the films you've watched by him i think the handmaiden is still number one for me i think you'll really you'll really like it you two you and sophia should watch it it's it's more of a heist i'd say very heisty very fun uh I'd rank probably Decision to Leave second, uh, Old Boy third, Stoker last, but that might be controversial because Old Boy's like every cool guy, like movie critic is probably, this is like in their top 10. They're like, Old Boy forever. Like, I love violence and revenge movies, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It, It feels, it definitely feels very shallow to me now, but even though it's not, but in terms of like subject matter and like themes like you know handmaiden and this movie feel so much more deep they just feel deeper but damn dragging the old boy fans in the dirt you said it's not even (laughs) that you're like oh it's kind of like shallow dude (laughs) it took it back like right away (laughs) (laughs) no because like i i heard the same thing like people will say old boy is like an all-time movie like they think it's like monumental so it's interesting to hear you kind of put that in that spot um obviously i don't know but it's interesting to hear what your take is on it i definitely want to do watch his other films uh after this one especially um and sort of figure out like his feel and sort of where people may have been like not let down but not or expecting something they didn't like get in this film especially because it yeah something old boy where it has the violence and has that crazy twist whatever and then the handmaiden that felt like more of a, a heist, um, as you said. But yeah, it's interesting to hear like all that, and also interesting to hear like the high praises that this director gets. I mean, obviously it's it's not for nothing because he won obviously in the can the con, right? If you like Bong Joon Ho, if you like Parasite, <laughs> if you, you like, like Parasite, <laughs> then you like this film. <laughs> and I guess with that, before we get into anything else, we get into the rewriter's corner which i feel like isn't really needed to be honest if you have anything you want to change i feel like it's it's not even it's not cut and dry but it's so it's such a layered film a leveled film where like if we rewrote anything it would dismantle the rest of the film where like totally i totally agree yeah yeah like there's too many layers i like do not want to peel back i'm like nah like it was it's Everything was just so intentional. It was just like this, like all of these things happened for a reason. All of these, this information was revealed to us for a reason kind of thing. There are pieces we're not understanding yet. I don't even like, that doesn't bother me. That's not a problem with the movie. That's a problem with me, like, you know? And then I I, I kind of get where you're coming from earlier when you were saying like you wanted more out of the movie, like, you know, that ending, like, made it feel... It was just super sad, too, super tragic. And you're like, damn, like, I really... I I obviously, like, wanted them to be happy for once, go on more than one date. I was like, man, like, I want them to be happy. Like, you know, they're both single. 
and they're both like on a date together and they can live a normal get a taste of a normal life and i wish like one of them like you know kind of like straight away somehow like maybe the detective like had to like you know his pride got in the way he had like had to go like take a job or something about like for for another murder and like it occupied his time he couldn't like spend it with her or something or she couldn't like you know maybe she had like murderous tendencies actually and she wasn't just killing to survive or whatever who knows but i wish they had one moment in the sun at 12 noon when the sun came out and the fog cleared that one moment yeah maybe that 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 might be the only thing for me what about you yeah i th- like i said like i want something to be i wanted something at least to brine it a little bit like it, this movie is also very funny but i think um just the overall i guess the overall story that we get is very sad very 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 sad um like we said about the rewrites how we don't really need this rewrites corner is because like he's a fantastic writer obviously he obviously knows what he's talking about knows what he's writing and even if it was a movie that we disagreed with it's obviously a movie that had a purpose for his own artistic ability and his own artistic translation and yeah i don't know i just feel like with something like this something that's so um so detailed so layered and so dense like it's hard to like want anything else because it will just like essentially just dismantle the whole movie altogether but yeah i think just for me something that i want is just like a very very happy and bright moment like i know like them kind of falling in love with each other is kind of bright but it was still under the pretenses of him trying to solve a murder under the pretenses of her being a murderer <laughs> the pretenses and he of, was like, married about- <laughs> and he oh hey, he's married yeah i that's forgot yeah he's also married <laughs> forgot that part sorry <laughs> um, <laughs> also just the idea of like him her being a murderer and even having a past of murdering her grandmother or mother grandmother um oh, mother i think mother yeah i wish there was like a pure moment of them like both single you know both like into each other and then something happens obviously but i wish there was like a a pure moment in that case and obviously because i'm sappy and and don't like to be sad i wish there was like a happier ending in which i could be like yay they're all like they've been through so much good for them but (laughs) yeah obviously that that's not gonna happen no Um, catharsis i i do have one last question for you go for it what do you think the title means decision to leave i feel like they said that in the movie they said like because she was talking to him i think she said something like oh that made my decision to leave i was like whoa the name of the movie i actually did point it out. i think sophia like tapped me or i tapped sophia but <laughs> but essentially it was like that the idea of of them parting ways that's his like decision to leave something that makes him happy whether it be like that he's married whether it be like he she's a murderer um there was a part in in the movie where they split and it was a long split um and that's where we see like him being depressed and being sad about it and i think that's sort of where the stem of the movie comes from where's that where that like that i that final moment to actually get away from each other and it becomes something like a totally different movie for a quick second where it's just about this like first budding detective all of a sudden very very sad very very depressed very slow very very um uncontent with his life he was just kind of like going through the motions even his wife was noticing trying to get him like the different i think was it the f- turtle turtle meat or something yeah, to snapping help him with turtles, depression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he was obviously very very um in a state in which 
kind of like ex- like kind of in a state in which that like it was obvious that he still loved her and that they still kind of need each other in that way especially for her too where once he leaves she goes into this very very um bad relationship with this guy that's owing people money she's getting beaten by these random uh debt collectors or, or loan collectors or whatever and she's kind of covering for her husband and covering for him to be okay and, and for him to be still surviving but yeah what did you think the title of the movie meant yeah i mean i think you nailed it on the head i feel like every decision to leave in this movie was kind of a focal point i think starting with you know her decision to leave leave china after murdering her mom you know she like goes to korea and then the middle of the movie where uh the detective decides you know to leave her after saying like you know bury this phone where you can't find it and then the ending where she decides to leave life and kills herself i do want to highlight those last two though i feel like you know the detective like deciding to like even though he found out like she's literally the murderer and he has evidence he chooses to leave her and like not arrest her because he loves her and you know she decides to kill herself because she that's i think i'm gonna interpret that as her i love you back because she wants to immortalize herself and she never wants him to stop quote-unquote looking for her so yeah i just thought that's the decision to leave (laughs) very haunting too like that i think there's like a whole monologue of her talking where she's like oh i want you to be obsessed with me i want you to have pictures of me everywhere and to sort of like show what you've lost or show like what like you need to be looking for which is extremely extremely sad again like i said very very depressing where he's gonna be put in this position where he's obsessing over this girl that's no longer alive and you'll never know what happened to her unless they eventually find the body but again super duper sad and last thing i want to ask um because i feel like this is very necessary but how do you feel about park chan wook's future as regards of the film he's gonna make do you want it to be more of more of this feeling or more of something like old boy or handmaiden um and also just uh, um i also just want you to comment on like these asian foreign films how do you feel about them the astronomical projection they've been making i think throughout the western media how do you feel about these asian films kind of still popping up and winning these awards yeah in in regards to park chan wook's future films and what i'd personally want to see i don't know like i'll take anything from him at this point He's just such an unexpected filmmaker. I mean, there was a common theme with his work, like, early on, you know. I think his first three movies, he literally calls the the Revenge Trilogy, because they're all, like, about themes of revenge and vengeance. And then his later work is, like, much more... uh, Not... It's a little more nuanced, like, in terms of themes. Um, I forgot he actually made that show Little Drummer Girl with... Florence Pugh which aired on BBC so I think I'll have to check that out too so that's interesting but yeah it seems like his work's been pretty varied since his earlier trilogy so at this point I feel like decision to leave kind of marks like you know I don't want to spoil the handmaiden but I do want to say decision to leave and the handmaiden have a common theme and I I'm enjoying it very much 
in terms of emotions. So I'm like, oh yeah, keep it coming. Like I do want to see like his interpretation of like love and like feelings and like what people do in like relationships. But also it seems like he's never really strayed away from making love stories since apparently all his movies are about love. So I'm like, oh, okay. Maybe he'll never change. But yeah, in terms of, I don't want to call them foreign films. They're just films made by Korean directors, I guess. But I, I obviously, I think we obviously understand why that quote was put into the trailer because it's appealing to Western audiences who, who their first probably introduction to Korean movies was Parasite. So if anything, it's weird to us, but it's only going to be better for exposure in that sense. Um, so yeah, I think Korean culture, I think in general, film and music and media has been on the up and up for, you know, Western audiences, K-pop especially. So I'm excited to see more integration. So that's cool. I'm excited to see more exposure for like Korean filmmakers and actors alike. I hope to see more names like that and like, you know, the freaking Oscars or whatever. Not that we care, I guess, but you know, you know what I mean? So yeah, I think it's, it can only be good and up from here, but yeah. How did you feel about, I, I, I'm happy to hear you. (laughs) How did you feel about everything? But I'm happy to hear like, you want to see more of his work because of this movie. But yeah, what, what movie are you going to watch first? I think I got to do my due diligence and watch Old Boy. I think um, as a bro myself, um, as As a a male, um, as a film bro, um, I think I got to do that. But as regards to his future, like it's obviously very, very bright. This movie was like super dense yet hauntingly beautiful in a way. Um, And I am very excited for his future films, obviously, because he's just really good at it. And just to like comment on Korean media and Asian media, uh, there have been like a, there's always been like a, a high point for, I guess Korean films and Asian films because you have things like Chunking Express and The Mood for Love, this movie, and you have all these different movies that like sprout out and sort of leave a lasting impact on Western media and Western and Western society. It's always been on an up and up, I think, and I think introducing more of these different cultures of filmmaking is very important especially for us Asian people, you know, Asian movies, Asian people. (laughs) Um, And it just sort of tacks into like the idea of representation. And and not only that, like these Korean films are fantastic. And and it's insane that the the formula that they're making with with Bong Joon-ho's doing, with um, this director, with War Kong Wai, like all these, the formula that they have, they have the formula. Like they, it doesn't matter where they're from. Like the formula they have is just so like, insane in regards of like making these fantastic films that literally capture anybody's eyes regardless of who you are and and to like of course not that we care but i wish that like somehow foreign films and uh, asian films too can penetrate the oscars in a way that like actually has a lasting impression for them not to oversee these kinds of movies because this is a this film is very fantastic very very good and i think there's certain aspects of the film that should be considered in the oscars but of course most likely not because of it has to have subtitles you know there's a there's a that sort of like criteria that has to fall in for it to make it but i just hope that like that sort of representation sort of diversity actually gets to the oscars someday maybe 
Who knows? <laughs> Hopefully when we're still alive. I, oh my um, God. <laughs> Before we bury ourselves at sea. I know. I know, yeah. And write a letter to the Oscars about it. But yeah, I just think it's important. Like in any capacity, in anything that like breeds diversity in any race culture, it's, it's fantastic to see. And especially if you have the formula and talent to make fantastic movies i think that should be recognized in in any capacity but yeah i just think it's really important to sort of recognize that and sort of talk about it really quickly and also i just love these films so much that like it's it's like it's something you don't see in obviously western media where like you're gonna see something like this film or something as dense as this film so i think just recognizing the talent of these creators is very very important um but with that this has been our episode on decision to leave my name is Josh Landicho, and you follow me on Instagram at the Space Wolf. And I'm Carmel, and you can follow me at Cat Malau. And you can follow Watch With Sound on Instagram at Watch With Sound, along with listening to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, and Anchor. And if any of those apps have the option to like, comment, subscribe, or anything of that nature, that would help us a lot as well. Even on social media too, Instagram, Twitter, uh, retweets, likes, reshares, any of those things that help the good old algorithm that would help us a lot as well and for the people that do that already we see you we appreciate you and we thank you uh, we also have a program on anchor called listener supporters you subscribe at any dollar amount only if you're able to of course but that would help us a lot as well uh, but with that thank you for listening everybody and keep on watching for the sea and mountain, they'll never have love because it, it starts and ends. Oh no! Ah. 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 Ah.